0: And welcome back to the Five Minute Philosophy Podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about the Enlightenment, which was an intellectual and philosophical movement which took place in Europe in the 17th and 18th centuries. We're going to be talking about what the Enlightenment was, um, what it promoted, what it rejected, what caused it, the effects of it, and ultimately whether it was a good or bad thing. So I hope you Enjoy. Some key thinkers associated with the Enlightenment, known as Enlightenment thinkers, are Kant, Descartes, John Locke, Francis Bacon, David Hume, and so on. It was filled with development in art, music, and, of course, philosophy. The key thing to know about the Enlightenment was that it was more or less all about reason or rationality. Before this, public and academic mindset was very much centered around religion. And so when the enlightenment came about, people began to rigorously apply reason to religion and religious belief, uh, resulting in a surge of atheism in Europe. So we might be thinking, well, the importance of reason has been important since ancient Greek philosophy. So why did it take so long to come to the forefront of human experience and values? And I suppose the main answer to this question is religion. Academia and human thought in general was still very much based around God in ancient Greece, so Plato, who is sometimes called the father of rationalism, centred his theory of knowledge on God. If we remember, and I swear I talk about the forms literally every episode, but Plato's form of the good, so the highest form that illuminates all the other forms, or the sun in the simile of the cave, was God. So God is the source of all perfection, and knowledge of God is what allows us to be good. The same can be said for Thomas Aquinas and the tradition of scholasticism, of which he was a key figure. So scholasticism was basically a medieval school of thought focused on critical reasoning and analysis. The influence of this can be seen in Aquinas' ethical theory, natural law, which emphasises the need for reason when making moral decisions. However, both natural law and scholasticism in general were also very theologically grounded. In natural law, we only know what the moral thing to do is because God has written it on our hearts. So even in medieval times, reason was being used, but in a religious context. So that's what makes the Enlightenment's Enlightenment's reason different from other periods of reason, its absence of theological influence. Next, let's talk about how the Enlightenment came about. And there are lots of reasons for this. So firstly, we have the humanism that emerged during the Renaissance, which took place in the two centuries previous to the Enlightenment. This humanism came about mainly through the growing interest in reading classical texts, which were at the time being translated for the first time and so became more accessible. Secondly, we have the Protestant Reformation of the 16th century, which was above all um, a challenge to the absolute authority of the Roman Catholic Church, which gave a voice to the already present dislike of many Europeans towards the Catholic Church and its corruption. Finally, we have the Scientific Revolution, which spanned from the mid-16th century to the end of the 19th century, which sought the expansion of knowledge and took a more mechanistic view of the world, rather than a theological one. So now on to the effects of the Enlightenment. It's often argued that the French Revolution was largely provoked by the Enlightenment, or at least the ideas and achievements promoted by the Enlightenment. So the French Revolution sought individual liberty, equality, and questioned the absolute authority of the monarchy, at the time run by King Louis XVI. All three of these values were promoted by the Enlightenment thinkers, such as John Locke and jean jacques Rousseau. So finally, we can ask, was the Enlightenment overall good or bad? Of course, there are lots of good things about the Enlightenment that we've looked at, like the pursuit of knowledge and freedom, the loss of absolute rule of the Catholic Church over society, and respect for others, which provoked provoked an interest in human rights. However, as with all things, uh, there were some drawbacks to the Enlightenment. There was even a whole counter-movement in the 18th and 19th centuries known as Romanticism, which glorified nature and opposed the rationalisation of nature and humanity. So this movement and what it char- what characterised it could be indicative of some of the things neglected by the Enlightenment. This idea of dismissal is a key issue with the Enlightenment, as with its emphasis on individual reason. Um, so it allowed for the development of superiority, so the dismissal of traditional wisdom of Native people, for example, like the Native Americans, and the feeling of superiority over nature. eco argue that Uh, The Enlightenment thinking has facilitated the abuse of our natural world through the view of nature as a machine that can be controlled. But as per, it's your decision about which side of this debate you want to fall on. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I definitely enjoyed researching it. Um, as ever, if you have any requests for the podcast, please contact me on Instagram and Twitter at 5 Minute Philosophy. hit me up. Um, we have a massive 32 followers on Twitter now, so practically viral. Um, <laughs> bye for now.